worrying too much about other people's thoughts and feelings is something that I have done quite a bit of throughout my life. I actually think that I probably came into this world with a strong predisposition towards worrying and caring too much about other people's thoughts and perceptions. And it's uh, something I've been exploring pretty actively for the last, well, quite a few years now. And today I just want to share some of the things I've been learning about and experiencing, certainly not from a place of having mastered this, but more from a place of just stumbling along the path and having a few notes to share with you. One of the kind of mantras that I picked up along the way that I'll repeat to myself often is that um, in life it's very important to let go or accept the things that I can't change. And one of the things that I most certainly cannot change is other people's feelings and other people's thoughts. Those are like separate worlds in a way. And for me to try to actively change that, it seems like there's some glitch in the system that keeps it from happening. (laughs) And the more I try, the more it backfires. I guess it's like a manipulation, ultimately, to try and change someone else's feelings or thoughts or beliefs. Um, and for me, it's, it's rooted in sometimes insecurity, wanting to be a caretaker, wanting to be liked, wanting to be useful. Uh, and obviously, it's also sometimes just rooted in empathy, just caring about somebody and not knowing how to, how to hold that in the best way, in the healthiest way. So that's been this kind of like, this big mantra or lesson that I return to time and time again. Um, You know, just, I have to accept what I can't change, and I can't change other people's thoughts and feelings. And when I go down that path, when I lean in that direction, it ain't good. You know, if I walk into a room, into, into a social situation, and I'm very fixated on what other people are thinking or feeling, all of a sudden, I am not natural. I'm not present. I'm not warm to the people around me because I'm so removed and insecure and up in my head, up in my anxiety, that all of a sudden, the people in the room are wondering, hey, does this guy like me? He seems really closed off and cold. And so by jumping into my own um, kind of cerebral worrying, I trigger that in the people around me. And now I've kind of created a split on my end. I'm worrying. Am I liked? Do people, you know, what are they feeling? What are they thinking? And then because I'm so distant and cold, now the people around me are also wondering, wait a minute. Does he like me? He's really distant and cold. And uh, it's this, you know, spiral. The opposite of that would be me walking into a room and just not caring, not worrying about how others are feeling about me, what they're thinking, and instead just being present, being natural, being warm and kind to them and accepting that, hey, we're all different realities here. Whatever that person is thinking and feeling, I don't assume that I can know, and I don't assume that I can change it, but I'm here to be kind, to have integrity. And that's one of the the big things I've learned is that 
Um, although I can't change people's thoughts and feelings towards me, I, I do have control over how I show up in the world. I can, I can have integrity. And if I have integrity again and again and again, and if I show up to people and situations in a way that is kind and empathetic and loving and supportive, um, that has an influence over time. If I show up in a way that's responsible, then over time, um, it's, it's like I'm not trying to manipulate people's thoughts or feelings, but instead I'm just kind of exuding something and letting that light shine and letting it be. And um, that can have an influence in this other kind of like subtle way and, and make people feel good about themselves, make people feel good about being around me. And uh, it's a much better route than the anxious, insecure, over-worrying, overthinking, which I still slip into. Let's, let's be real. <laughs> There's probably two areas that I really slip into it. One is in the department of like romantic relationships, which I'm not going to go into, but it's like, it's an area that is very humbling. Um, and the other place where I slip into over-worrying about other people's perceptions and feelings is my work as an author. And because as an author and a creator of these episodes, these videos, these podcasts, um, I'm constantly exposing myself. And often, I mean, because of the way I've cho chosen to go about my creative work, I expose myself in a pretty vulnerable way regularly. And my shame and insecurity, if I were to let them inhibit me fully, would be paralyzing. Because I'd be far, like, every step I take, if I allow myself to go into the multitude of anxieties and reasons to not move forward, and, you know, if I just really let myself worry about how others will feel about my work, and what they'll think about my work, it's immobilizing, I can't move forward. And so, I have these two forces active in me. I have this blanket of shame and insecurity that kind of just wants to hide, and then I have this fire inside of me that really sees no other way than to move forward, to keep on going. And, and so it's kind of perfect because I'm constantly pushing myself into this lesson. I'm kind of constantly triggering myself. Um, and it's a really productive thing in the sense that I'm forcing myself to expose myself, to put myself out there, to articulate myself clearly. And in order to do that, I have to ca not care too much about how it's received. I just can't. It's way too costly. Basically, the more successful I am, the more people see or listen to this, for example, the more I may receive feedback that isn't that nice. I'm really lucky because the type of content I'm creating is quite 
mm, sincere and vulnerable and therefore it doesn't create a lot of negativity in response to it because i i don't create videos that are like judging people i generally use myself as the person to chop to pieces <laughs> you know if you've read my book you know because it's basically uh, a large examination of my shadow i try to really not throw anybody under the bus except for my, except for myself and so I'm fortunate that I don't generate a ton of negativity in response to my work. But the more I put it out there, the more that an insecure part of me has to grow comfortable with being seen, with being misunderstood, with not being liked by everybody. And, you know, sometimes a video will take off and... 99% of the comments will be so kind and so loving and so beautiful, but of course, my mind fixates on that 1% or 0.5% of comments where it's somebody saying that I'm a narcissist or a sociopath or, you know, that they watched the first 30 seconds of the video and then decided that they would give a scathing psychoanalysis of me. <laughs> and um, And again, it's my practice to learn how to accept the things I can't change. And I can't change everybody's perceptions and feelings and thoughts. And putting work out there, I mean, if it's having a positive impression on one or two or three people on a deep, soulful, emotional level, then that's probably worth a couple comments from strangers that are condescending. It's absolutely worth it, you know? And again, there's this, if I'm creating work that has integrity, if I'm showing up in the world with integrity, then I have to kind of, that's, that's the thing I can control. I can't control how it's received. I can't control how people think about me. I can't control how people feel about me or my work or my person, but I can control my behavior, my actions, my integrity, my sincerity the way I show up in the world. And if, if I or you are on that path, learning how to do that, making mistakes on the way because that's being human, um, then that's, that's what really matters. But worrying about being accepted by everybody, worrying about being validated by everybody, worrying about that, oh, just worrying about other people's thoughts and feelings, it can be a prison. For me, it generally is. And when I'm concerning myself more with being kind, having integrity, doing my work as a person, and not trying to get into somebody else's head and understand what they're thinking or feeling, because that will that's another kind of lesson I've learned is that trying to under trying to figure out what another person is thinking will drive me crazy. It's, it's like a, another system malfunction. It's like, no, you're not, don't do this, bad, bad, bad. <laughs> do not try to figure out what another person is thinking. It will just, it's like pressing the anxiety button. Um, so yeah, learning how to let go of these things, how to um, just accept myself and march into this world trying to have integrity, trying to be kind, understanding that sometimes that will be received, sometimes that won't, is a very difficult thing. And 
it is like a box of golden treasure as well. So um, that's all for today. If you enjoyed this, please let me know. You can comment, you can like, you can subscribe, you can hit the notifications bell so you find out when new episodes are published. And if you're interested in checking out my book, How to Open the Heart, An Incredible Journey into Vulnerability, Empathy, and the Transformation of Consciousness, it dives very deep into this material. It's an autobiographical story about my experience opening my heart, all of the good stuff we were talking about today. If you're curious about that, there's info in the description. And until next time, enjoy the days.